Hello, winners, and welcome to hopefully the first of a long-running series here on Built to Fail, because I have said I wanted to start a podcast known as Wrong Button, where we, we will be discussing multiple video game topics, and I thought for the first way to test it would be to bring on two people who have, I would say, more limited experience when it comes to uh, playing video games or consuming the medium and seeing what they pick up on the nuances. The first is my wife, the lovely Mrs. Play Nicole. Hi, everybody. And then the next one is our fantastic artist, Liz. Hi. All right. Thank you guys so much for being my first guinea pig host and then, you know, technical support troubleshooters. Thank you for graciously <laughs> referring to me as, like, new to the game. I'm like, I'm a total noob. I don't know a whole lot of anything. <laughs> I'm and just the girlfriend of someone who plays a lot of video games. And you're our artist. Well, yes, but... You're not just the girlfriend. He is just the boyfriend. Yeah. And if he listens to yeah. that... Also, we knew you first, so he's just the boyfriend. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. I feel bad. I really, Sorry, I really Kevin. like him. <laughs> Don't worry, I like him too. Good. Okay. So, um, what I wanted to do for this one was talk about what you guys have started to notice um, with the nuances of games, Mrs. Play, I'm pretty much your gateway into the world of gaming. Totally, yes. And then, Liz, you have Kevin, but you also consume other content along the same lines of gaming. Um, like, you sent me something on uh, Super Butter Buns. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, she's That funny. sounds dirty. <laughs> it's just her username, but she is so funny. It's mostly, yeah, just RPG-style stuff. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that is the limit of my knowledge is RPGs. And honestly, that's that's going to be perfectly fine for what we're going to deal with here. Um, and the only reason, like, I knew Super Butter Buns was because of uh, Coffee with Clemps. Like, that same week you sent me something uh, was the week that she was on Coffee with Clemps, and then she also did a uh, Digital Devil Saga video with Clemps. And I absolutely loved it. <laughs> but since since you're more into RPGs and Mrs. Play, you and I um, you and I uh, really got started with the Uncharted series. Not an RPG, but still action adventure. Like you're going somewhere. What, if anything, can you guys tell me you've noticed when it comes to figuring out where to go in a game? Is there something that you follow or that you've started to learn and pick up on? That is kind of ubiquitous oh, through every thematic, game. Um, smash the pottery. <laughs> the pottery <laughs> always has money. Always, always, always. Um, All right. Definitely when we're playing the Uncharted games. And even um, even with Tomb Raider, like when we were going through certain caves, like you could knock over the stalactites and the stalagmites. And that like low-key horrified me, but strictly from like a a geological sense. I'm like, do you know how long it took for that to get that big? And you just knocked it over like my horror. Um, I remember this. Yeah, I was just like, what is wrong with you, you monster? Um, I'll just do one more and that would be um, when you're when you're trying to like get to like the next point. Like You, you gotta run all the way to the blah um, instead of just like heading directly to the to the next objective um stop and explore your surroundings man like there's probably some hidden items some hidden chests other uh tools that you can pick up if you just look around behind the stairs or look through the tall grass um so yeah don't don't just like go straight to the objective like you gotta explore a little bit if you explore <laughs> and you look around behind the things and need stuff you will be rewarded over to you, Liz. <laughs> uh, I would actually start with something that I am terrible at, and that is mini maps. I'm so bad with them. I like it's not it's not instinctual for me to have a map like in the corner of my vision. I take RPGs a little bit too seriously, or a little too literally, where I will be walking around somewhere. I'll, I'll look around. Like that's how I do things. That's that's where I get the my joy from is the aesthetics. I remember when I first played Final Fantasy XIII, uh, it was just phenomenal, just how beautiful it was. And I was just looking around, and everyone, like everyone's complaining about how the minimap is useless. I'm like, ha ha, I don't use those anyway. 
like that's not my thing. It's a, like I just ignore mini maps and I just take everything in stride and how it is. And I do love exploring wide open areas and things like that. So, um, so I, I I agree with Nicole on that one where it's like it's like oh hey let's go look over here. It's like yes let's. <laughs> now, I know mini maps for you guys and navigation in general. Um, I, I really cut my teeth on the first person shooter franchise, um, which, you know, obviously like you're looking at the perspective and typically there's the weapon in front of you and you have your crosshairs and where the weapon's going is where you're going. Um, one of the big contentions for a lot of gamers in a lot of games is, hey, do you do inverted controls or do you do um, the correct way to control, which is not inverted? <laughs> the correct way. Uh, <laughs> That's not a No opinions here. Yeah, none. Yeah. Um, and I had I had somebody point this out to me. I was listening to a, another podcast, and they were talking about the two ways you can you can kind of look at controlling a character. One is you can do it like you're looking through that character's eyes. So if you look down in real life, you look down. Um, if you look up, up left, right, you know, indifferent. And then the other way I had it pointed out to me was imagine it's a it's like a a controller. The joystick is literally the back of his head. So if you pull the controller down, you would cause the head to go up. And if you push it forward, it would go down for like the inverted look. Um, Now, you guys, having played third person and Liz, you're now going through Borderlands with Kevin and I. um, (laughs) What do you guys like for your controlling your controlling options? I like that to shoot some. It's not just X because that's jumping, but I like that the. The trigger, as you would say, is on my index finger, which is at the top of the remote. Uh, so that feels very natural. I like that. Uh, that's something certainly different uh, versus RPGs, where it's usually like X is hit and O is jump and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I have trouble with the camera as like the... I have trouble with, with the cameras in general with first-person shooters because... I like having all of my movements done in one joystick. I don't like them on both because it's like suddenly having to have someone else control your neck or like something else control your neck manually when like I do that by myself instinctually. Like I don't need separate controllers for like my own vision. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> you, you can't. I don't know how familiar you are with Kevin Hart when he talks about the ostrich and they were making fun of the ostrich. He was running that way and looking this way. His body was like, facing was this way, next but his him. head, his head was over here. <laughs> um, and that's one of my favorites. What about you, Mrs. Play? Um, I like inverted. <laughs> mm. um, it, it's okay. Not every wife can be perfect. I understand. I it's a burden. A I'm... gift. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, no, I, I prefer inverted. That's just how my brain works. Um, and playing... So, like, growing up, we, we were very fancy. We had a GameCube uh, about, like, <laughs> six years after the GameCube came out. So everyone would have, like, PlayStation. And I'm like, nope, here I am with my GameCube. Uh Respect. So, like, some of the earlier games I played, like, we had Spiro, there was a, um, a, a mummy game, I don't even remember the name of it now, but, uh... Was it, like, Sphinx? It was, SP... It was, it was, like, Sphinx something, but it, it had to do with, like... I'm not even gonna go into all of it, it has a whole plot, and I remember that part. It was a really good game. And there were certain, like, aiming, shooting challenges, stop and look around, and that was all inverted. So that that's how I first learned was with, with uh, an inverted control for, like, looking around. So now whenever I pick up something, I pick up the controller from you when we're playing a game, and I'm like, oh my god, it's all wrong, and it's not, it's not doing the thing I wanted to do. Um, I'm still not fast. I'm, like, by no means skilled, but it's just easier on my brain <laughs> if it's inverted. Oh, um, Star Fox was another one that I played, and that one was a lot of, like, inverted controls when I first set it up. I set it up like I actually knew what I was doing. That's the <laughs> default setting, and that's what I went with. And I take it that was uh, Star Fox on the GameCube, so that was Star Fox Adventures? Oh, I'm thinking of the N64. No, this was definitely, this was GameCube. 
Oh, yeah, so she was weird. playing Star Fox Adventures. Yeah. I never finished it, but there were, there were times where, like, here's this bow staff that can also sometimes shoot things. Yes. Yeah. No, you wow, you have a really good memory. I, I had to watch I'd never played it. It was a game that, like, I missed that generation, and that'll be a whole another topic for another time. <laughs> um, But, no, that that's considered a, a classic there. And I know for a lot of people, like, third-person uh, quick spoilers on what's coming up for us, we're doing Bloodborne. Uh, or I'm doing Bloodborne. Um, and that game, I like in third person because I have to go down and around my character. So I, I like to think my character's framing everything, and then where I'm looking is just based on where my character is. So like that, I enjoy third per I like inverted. Um, but I also think it's that's just how it feels for a character adventure game. And if you're piloting anything where it's like up, down, left, right, um, <clears throat> that, uh, like if you're flying a plane, fucking play it with inverted. Don't, don't, don't sit here and be like, no, I need to, I need to do my piloting game and make it like a normal, like you're wrong there. But, uh, so that's, that is one of those, uh, one of those things. Uh, now going off something Liz had said earlier, um, one of your, the way things feel to make them feel uh, a little bit more natural or intuitive. Um, you talked about like, hey, um, I know you you shot competitively along with Mrs. Play in high school. And um, college. And college. And college, because <laughs> college, you guys did go to college together. Um, I know. I was there sometimes. <laughs> I think that's actually uh, where I first met you. Like, like met you as, it, like, the, as the boyfriend. Yes, that would have been the first time, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you shot against, you would have shot against, like, some, a lot of my older friends, um, when you were in, hang on, Reynolds! the cat wants to come into the bedroom where I am. Both the cats, <laughs> both the cats want to go into the bedroom and they're just taking their time with it. Um, that'll be a fun break on this one. Uh, but I wanted to talk to you guys about in intuitive, I've been playing games for forever, so of course to me I'm like, oh, um, squares reload, X's jump, R2 is like my trigger triangle switches circles grenade or hit somebody or things like that are there any aspects to using a controller that like to you are just like why is it like this or it just no matter what you try to do it just feels awkward trying to maybe juggle juggle i'm sorry that level of multitasking hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sure uh well, I know that it's, you get in a certain groove. Uh, like you said, that you are mostly a first-person shooter. Uh, I have mostly been a PlayStation user, like, my entire life. So I'm used to O being jump, X being hit, square being some kind of magic, triangle being a talk or a menu or something like that. Um, but then when I had to go over to Animal Crossing and switch over to a Nintendo Switch, it was complete opposite. Like, like A was where the O button was, so to me that's a back button. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> So, like I mentioned before with the Borderlands and how we're doing the first, this is really my first first-person shooter, and it should be instinctual, but it's kind of like a guitarist playing guitar here, where it's just not really the same. It's not the same as holding the gun and looking down the sights, and it may look the same visually, but holding it and looking at it is just completely different. And like I said, the whole two joysticks in order to get your motion right, like one to move forward and another one for your neck. Like it just, uh, it's not very, I'm not very good with it. Most, you know, Kevin is, but I'm not. Um, so, but I do like the R1 being the trigger because it feels kind of like a trigger. It's roundish, it's very sensitive. And like when you shoot it, it goes off. Like it just, it, you know, and it matches with my index finger. So that part like lines in really well but uh as for like dealing with you know with um uh, uh what did you call it uh multitasking like come on we're women like we do that on a day-to-day -day basis <laughs> but not with my hands i would be a terrible surgeon <laughs> <laughs> it was like mrs play cannot multitask she gets very sucked in i thing. have a boy brain <laughs> <laughs> like my mother had daughters. My father raised sons. <laughs> my mom had a son and I was raised by her. So, you know, I, I get that. We balance each other out. Yeah. Aww. 
Um, what I about wanna, you, Mrs. I, wa- no, I want to go back. Mm. To, sorry, go ahead. Say the same. Go ahead. You're good. Uh, I was saying, what, what about you? Do you remember the question? No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was a lot right. of talking, a bit of meandering. That's fine. You said you wanted to go back to something. What you? Want I to wanted back? to go back to the other, the other themes um, of video games. The rule of three, um, like when in puzzle solving for the action adventure games, which is like way more my favorite, and even like certain fighting styles, like you have to have like one, two, dodge, or like pull back a little bit, third hit. That. What's the rule of three? The rule of three is for for like puzzles. You like you, you you complete one part and then you have to go to the other side of the chamber room, like complete the other part, and then wait. There's something up or in the middle, down below. Like there's always like three parts to the puzzle. Oh, kind of like the the cloistered trials for Final Fantasy X. That's kind of what it makes yes. me think of. Or the other one is: Have you ever noticed where you'll be you'll be facing a boss, especially Final Fantasy? Um, not to sidetrack you, Mrs. Play, uh, just to give a, another advan- yeah. example. Uh, you'll, be, you'll be fighting a boss in Final Fantasy. Um, and let, let's go with 10, for instance, because uh, I know they have a lot of this. And you'll do damage, and you get down to about a third of its health, and all of a sudden the boss maybe behaves a little bit different. Uh, or before yes. it was doing this, now it does that. It's, it's this rule of three that there's going to be three stages. You always need to get three keys, three ingredients. Like, very rarely does it diverge from that rule of three. Huh. That's something I've never really picked up on because, well, I guess like Mrs. Play, I get kind of engrossed in the whole thing and I don't really pay mm-hmm. attention to little nuances like that. But now I'm going to definitely have to go back and <laughs> replay them and pay attention to that. And then to uh, leverage off of what Mr. Play had said um, with boss battles, there's always, as you get like to the halfway point of the boss's health, like you're halfway through the batch or like just past the halfway point, there's almost always a cutscene. If it's a monster, they're like, Wah! and then they change into something else, or they like thrash and drag you into um, a different room or a different battle space, and you like finish out the battle in this new battle space. Or like in the cutscene, if you're battling like uh, a, a, a being capable of language, and they like monologue about how you can never defeat me, blah, 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 blah stereotypical. You can't go past the second sister, so you can't go past that tree. Yeah, so it's, it's just stuff. If it, go ahead. If you want to talk, if you want to use Star Wars as an example, you can't go past the tree. You can't go past us beating the bigger set or the ninth sister. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, those are things that um, when when we first were like going in against a boss battle, like I like getting to, to at least the halfway point before we die because I'm like I want to see what the thing is. Um, but usually after you see it, we die, die. die many times. <laughs> we're we're only okay. Um, Airing out my dirty laundry, guys. <laughs> I said we. <laughs> it's a team effort. My encouraging words. Um, but yeah, let's see. After after we die more than once, I'm not gonna say how many. Um, you don't always get that same cutscene, or you can like skip through it and stuff. But I like, <coughs> I like seeing what the boss is going to do at the halfway point. Whether it's like thrash and drag you to a new area, or like you fall through and go to a new area, um, or like what the monologue is if someone comes in to like rescue you. Um, yeah, that is it's it's very consistent with most boss battles. I'm just thinking about, like, again, Final Fantasy, where it just kind of, like, does a little, like, a little warping thing. Like, the screen gets all watery and stuff. It's like, oh, hey, we're in space. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> like, with, uh, I'm... when you're fighting, oh, goodness, what's her name? Uh, the Final Fate, um, in Final Fantasy X. I cannot remember her name at the moment, but, like, you're in her chamber, and, like, there's clearly a ceiling and a wall, and, like, it's all ruiny and stuff, and then... When you go to fight her, she has such large attacks that I guess the developers didn't think it would work with, like, a wall and ceiling. So they cut both that out, and all of a sudden you're in, like, a floor with, like, a star-strewn room. Like, there's no walls, there's no nothing. You're just suddenly surrounded by stars and a floor. <laughs> and But, like, to get there, the screen warps and gets all watery. It's like, ah. <laughs> Like, their, their traditional transition. Have you Are you guys going to be touching Final Fantasy VII Remake at all? 
Uh, we are looking into it. We recently looked at the Girlfriends review of Final Fantasy VII, but apparently these, it's only the first part of it. The second part is coming out in five years from now, supposedly. Yeah, that's that's the they had to redo it, but they're the game is now massive compared to what it used to be. Right. Um. So yes, they are now doing it in parts. Uh, I want like to do it personally. Saga, um, played those, but uh, Kevin's a little hesitant on it. Um, I've heard great reviews. It's not something that I'm really into, um, but I've heard nothing but great reviews, and they changed up the playstyle a fair amount there. Um, <laughs> But uh, going on with uh, your, your watery thing, um, I had a quick question for you. How many fates did you fight in Final Fantasy X? Oh, all of them. Uh, how, how many are all of them? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, that's going to take a second. Uh, in the meantime, oh, it, it like, doesn't matter. I have countless, I have defeated countless foes. <laughs> I have defeated them uh, all. So, like, they're, like, they're even the side ones. Like, you have, I collected them all. Um, the two. Oh, I thought there's only there, three. There's three. Natural so, Achievement Hunter. Oh, no, no, no. There's three secret ones. Um, so you've got... Of course there is. <laughs> well, you've got... So, like, the first one that you get... Um, I can't remember his name right now, but it's the bird one. Then you've got Infrit. Then you've got... Um, then you've got Shiva. Okay, so one, two, three. Uh, so there's, I think there's, like, six of them, naturally. And then you have three extra ones that makes, like, nine total... Uh, they're often hidden temples and they're like side quests kind of things like it doesn't interact with the plot at all if you miss them uh, but when you have them they are fantastic to have when you're fighting like uh, mm-hmm. against Sid and all that stuff but it sucks because spoiler alert you have to fight them back but they're thankfully they're not as powerful as when they are in your party yeah but yeah I, I got all of them <laughs> all right I was I was actually I was hoping that would be like a transition to like the rule of three like oh of course there are three fates um <laughs> besides the fact that in Greek mythology there are only three fates uh, because it's never too early for a literature lesson well they're not um, fates they're faith there's a difference they're faith oh I heard fates I'm sorry he obviously hasn't played That's... this game I have not I played through the first hour maybe two hours of final fantasy 10 but i i could never really get into those um and i played through the first couple hours of 10 too uh but i never i couldn't really get but that was just because i was a guy and i had a crush on riku like every other <laughs> i, I knew that was gonna come into play i was like uh, i was like oh here we go final fantasy 10 2 the girly game because you get to change outfits and that's suddenly the most feminist thing ever <laughs> like what, like, get over yourself, what, guys. You mean sexist? You know you or like you, like, yeah, like, that's why we played it. I, I don't know, that's a, that's a story for another time. We'll go into that one later. <laughs> Sexism, coming soon to a theater near you. Ah, uh, I, I was young, and I was a teenager, and hormones. And <laughs> what other excuses I still had you years got? before. Huh? I was young and impressionable. Uh, no, I was going to say, and I was not going to see a woman for a number of years after that. So... <laughs> There was my joke for myself. Um, <laughs> all right, so we've talked about that. Um, how do you guys? Because Mrs. Play, you are currently playing through Okami. It's. I mean, it's been a hot minute, but yes, <laughs> it, right? it has. Um, which also, it will be coming back it's sooner, guys. Sooner than you think. It could um, have ended twice already, game. and it hasn't. <laughs> uh, false bottom games. It's platinum. You, you're cutting your teeth off. Truly, you are cutting your teeth on a very good game. Um, but let's let's talk about combat for a little bit, because uh, Mrs. Play, Nicole, you said that you liked, um, you said that you enjoyed uh, the boss changes, and you go in and you have like different fighting styles and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, Liz, you've cut, you've definitely cut your teeth on like RPGs. Are to clarify yours, are those mostly turn based, or are those a little bit of? Um, character action where it's like I can do a combo with it. The old ones were turn-based. Like the older Final Fantasy were all turn-based, but uh, they switched it over at Final Fantasy, I think it was like 12. They made it, I mean, still turn-based, but a little bit more action-y. Little, like the enemies could fight you while you're loading and stuff, which was different. It used to be just like one attack, one attack, one attack, one attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at Final Fantasy 12, they started playing off uh, a little bit of like enemies have a shorter time period than you to reload. So it made you strategize on the fly a bit more. 
Uh, and then Final Fantasy thirteen was, again, similar to that, uh, versus, like, Kingdom Hearts, which was, like, not turn-based, where enemies can attack you regardless of what you're doing, and you can roam around and attack them from behind if you want to. Mm-hmm. So I've dabbled in a little bit of both. Okay, good. So you've dabbled in both in Mrs. Play. Um, you you played Pokemon when you were younger, correct? Yeah. Okay, so you you at least understand have, turn-based yes, concepts. I understand them. I would... <laughs> I didn't mean it to sound like that. I was. I mean, uh, thank you, Liz, for explaining. Because I was like, I don't know what he's asking me. And it was like, context clues. And Liz went first. I'm like, oh, I understand now. <laughs> I thought you were saying term as in T-E-R-M. And I'm like, what's that? Turn. No, t- tracking. Turn. Tracking. Like. You don't have to explain it. I understand. Okay. Are you, are you going to ask us which one we like better? I, uh, I was going to see like what you guys Okay. I like him. I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> question over. No further elaborate. Did you have a, qu- like a two-part question? I, I have a two-part question. So the first part is obviously both of you guys uh, like a good combo. You like the ability to juggle, hit, dodge, be a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm um, terrible at dodging, but I like the idea of it. Same. <laughs> same Like it works well. I'm not good at it though. I like blocking. I like parry. I've learned I can dodge. That's okay. okay. I'm, I'm okay. We're same page. Um, my question was going to be, how do you guys feel then about um, form changes? For instance, Liz, just because the easiest one I can go to is... Uh, I was going to go Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay. Um, with the Keyblade giving you different weapons as you like... Because the Keyblade would kind of change. It would, it would function similarly, but as you get better things for it, you could do more, especially I know in 2... Um, when you got the different forms, Mrs. Play playing, um, playing Okami, how you have like the rosaries, you have the the mirror shields, and now you have swords. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering how you guys felt about that that kind of upgrade system, um, where it's like, okay, you can get this better item or this better thing, and it might play a little bit differently. How do you feel about that? I always like better things, better equipment. Um, I'm <laughs> I, it, again. It's been a hot minute since we've played Okami, but yeah, like I'm, I'm at like top tier sword level right now, so I'm like, I'm just gonna thrash you. Um, <laughs> and I have nearly all the ink wells that I possibly need in order to do like crazy awesome damage. And so as we fight monsters, I'm like, I'm just gonna hold down and just do and like destroy you with my paintbrush. Um, for those of you who have never seen Okami, that's not going to make sense, but just trust me, it's very effective. <laughs> and I also, as you were speaking, Mr. Play, uh, thinking about Horizon Zero Dawn, where Aloy had a bunch of different bow staffs and certain ones for certain terrains uh, could only shoot certain certain arrows, etc., cetera, et cetera, and you could get like little equipment upgrades to um, make the bow stronger, more dexterous. You can get... Uh, longer range again like cert- certain certain uh, bowstrings would allow for certain like capability uh shooting certain types of arrows and you could actually make your own types of arrows so as you progress through cert- uh the backwards through the game uh gathering certain raw materials will allow you to make certain weapons um so i like the variety i like as the game progresses that you get like upgrades to your weapons um I can't imagine going through any game and have like from start to finish like having the same gear. Um, for me, part of the reward is like getting the new gear and getting to uh, have a more eff- effective playstyle, or at least being like, "Ha ha!" Now that I have this, like whack 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 whack. Like, but I'm I'm also like a sledgehammer in that regard. Like I am not a scalpel. <laughs> I am not. I am, I am not a, like I, I'm not terribly efficient. Um, I am brute strength. <laughs> Fair enough. What about you, Liz? I am going to use Kingdom Hearts three as an example for this. Uh, this time around, it spoiler was, warning. It was. It's not really. Uh, it's very different this time around because as your keyblade, as you get new keychains on your keyblade, it becomes a different form. But unlike in previous versions, your first set of keyblades do not become useless after like two worlds down the road. Like they can be upgraded at the same time as your older ones. So the cool thing was that this time 
your older Keyblades would, like, every Keyblade would have a certain uh, ability. Uh, there would be, like, ice ones, or they would do a certain magic, and so, and the cool thing was you could equip equipped three of them at once that you could just switch between mid-battle, whatever one you wanted or needed. Um, and I thought that was really, really cool, and I enjoyed that immensely. I was like, hey, I really like... Even, even just the aesthetics of some of them, I would just choose them for that reason alone because they looked really pretty. Uh, I'd be like, hey, I want to use the like the Ice Palace one, or I want to use uh, the Rapunzel's Tower one because I really like this attack, or this would be really great against this group of, of Heartless. Uh, so yes, bigger, better things are fantastic, and like Nicole said, I, uh, I enjoy earning them as I go through the game because mm-hmm. uh, it just feels more worthwhile, but I also... Like in Kingdom Hearts 3, I'd like being able to use old ones, too, if they're useful. I, I found that so appealing when I was playing the game. I was like, oh my god, I can still use this because it's pretty and I want to keep using it. And it's still effective. That, to me, was phenomenal and it answered all of my like <laughs> desires for Kingdom Hearts when it came to like the Keyblade aspect of it. I'm, honestly, I think that's fantastic because I remember the only especially in the first kingdom hearts just have a quick tangent was um i just remember that one the best because like it was so game changing for me was uh the end of the game before you got ultima you had either oblivion or the Lionheart. yep and they were like the exact same stats and it was like do you like squall or do you like <laughs> um or do you like the oblivion keyblade um so i, I think it is cool when games uh kind of give you give you those those options there um and instead of it being like well all your other keyblades are useless and it doesn't matter how ugly this thing is this is what you have to use um my other question would be to both of you then i know both of you said that you guys like uh bigger better more things um mrs play and i going through uh star wars uh this will probably resonate a little bit more and then it'll also build into uh okami as well Liz, because you've played Final Fantasy, you've played RPGs, so you'll understand this too. Um, if you guys couldn't get new gear, how do you feel about getting skill upgrades or more abilities? Like, in Jedi Fallen Order, um, you get the double-bladed lightsaber and the single-bladed mm-hmm. one. And then my personal favorite is I like when it's like, okay, the lightsaber hasn't changed because you can't, like, super overpower a lightsaber. It already can, you know, <laughs> cut through anything. Cut through anything. Yeah, except another lightsaber. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, but I like, okay, now I can do this attack, or I can do a delay-based attack that'll give me something or another thing that I can I can use that may or may not be a new stronger weapon, but I have a new tool to Im- of how I can implement it to uh, fight an enemy that I'm going up against. Um, Mrs. Play, when we play Okami, and it's like you get all the paintbrush things, how do you guys feel about getting new skills? I see where you're going with this. I mean, I'm still... I referenced skill attacks uh, in my upgrade answer. I don't know. Like, to me, it was all the same. It's not like, here's your one handgun, and this is the only handgun that you get for the entire like game. Um, or like, here's, <laughs> here's the knife, and like, you have this gun, this knife. Do great things. I'm like, that's annoying uh, for me. And I'm like, that's, there's... Ah, like, I don't know. I, no, I, I agree. I, I see exactly where you're going with this, Nicole, because I feel the same way. I'm like, it doesn't really matter. As long as I get new things, it doesn't matter what they are. It could be skilled, it could be weapons, it could be anything. Magic, you name it. Uh, like, that's that's what I go for. I like the new things. Um, so I think what you're saying, Chris, is that, like, when we're given a weapon at the very beginning of, of the game, like, like Zelda or whatever, it's like, you only get this sword, like, that's it. It's like, but hey, now you're getting new skills. Same sword, but new skills. You keep getting more and more and more skills. Like, does that satisfy us enough? Is that what you're asking? Like, like is that yeah, which would you a, rather? That's a that that is that's fantastic. Um, I come off of uh, Devil May Cry. Um, <laughs> my favorite character being Nero because it's voiced by Vash the Stampede or oh, Johnny Young Bosch. Nice. And he has a man crush on that guy. <laughs> largest man. I will send you the music video for his bands. Anyway, um, I, I I love that, and in that game, you don't necessarily like you in the newer one. You get some, you get some cool gadgets, and maybe we'll go through that later. But in the original one, like you had a command grab, and it became okay. You now unlocked this with your sword. 
So it wasn't your sword got stronger. It was, okay, now I can launch you into the air, go into the air and do a spinning lariat and collide with you eight times. Mm -hmm. So it was a new technique I had to learn and implement, but not necessarily a new thing. I wasn't sure... um, Mrs. Play realized you're like, that's the same for me. Uh, The paintbrushes versus the sword. So you have those skills. I would rather have new skills than new gear. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need a crazy awesome legendary sword. Or, (laughs) like, that's... You take that I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's going to look amazing. And I will be jealous. However, comma, (laughs) I would rather have um, crazy awesome skill set. But my personality is constantly like, what can I add to my repertoire of professional skill set lists? Like that, that very much like, it aligns <laughs> with my personality. Um, it does. As opposed to like, what's the best software that I can have for this thing that I'm working on for work? Um, or like, what's my power suit? Like, I don't need new clothes. I need skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that would align more closely with me. The, the paintbrush definitely for Okami and having different different abilities um being able to double jump yes please (laughs) (laughs) i want to get up there if this was real life i would fucking scale that shit uh like i do not like this video game logic don't tell me i can't like climb up this you don't know me except i have like no upper body strength so i actually really wouldn't but you know aloy could um so yeah like i definitely want the skills i'm trying to think back even to even with journey there Mm -hmm. wasn't there wasn't really a skill set increase like your scarf would get longer so it's kind of like your your life experience and stuff um that was a very peaceful and probably a bad example though but i'm just trying to think like what are all the things (laughs) that i've ever ever played and guys like the list is pretty short I mean, in Journey, your scarf got longer. So when you had the jump ability and you're floating, the longer you're the right. scarf was. You're absolutely the... right. Like I could, I could glide out further. Um, so I would rather have mo- more better skills, please. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's tough, though, because I- I'm just trying to compare this to to again Kingdom Hearts because it's kind of my go-to. I've played that game so many times that, uh, and failed so many times with that game. Like certain, bo- like certain side bosses and stuff. My younger sister and I, like it was our first video game other than uh, Super Mario. Uh, so when we when we played it, like oh my god, we were so terrible. Like at some of the bosses that we knew their dialogue from the opening scene, and this was before you could skip scenes. You can do it in the updated versions uh, that were released for PlayStation 4, but in the old versions, you could not skip the scene. Liz, you're so just like we... this wealth of information where you're like, it is this version of this game and at this time and this release. <laughs> and I'm like, I like skills. <laughs> I guess I'm I sorry. do know a bit more than I thought I did. Something I just... that I noticed. Please continue. You are valuable <laughs> all the way. <laughs> but like, so... Th- <laughs> So when I'm comparing it to when you got a new keyblade, the keyblade could do a certain thing. Um, in the in the in the original version, the kingdom key would increase your strength by three. Yay! Uh, and then like the the next one, I think was like the jungle one or the heart one, uh, the uh, queen of hearts. Like those would increase your magic. It's like ha oh, yes. So but versus when you got new skills like dodge roll and guard and aerial attack, like I liked those. Um, so I guess I would have, like, (laughs) my conflicting, my, the conflict I have within myself is that, um, I like the skills because they're very valuable for the game, but I like the upgraded weapons for the aesthetic that they offer, uh, to the player as they're walking along and as you're exploring the world versus, like, the actual combat stuff where you need the skills, and which they can be flashy and really cool too, which they are definitely in later games, uh, really focused on making it look really cool as well as being very effective. Uh, so I'd have to go with skills. <laughs> I, I agree with Nicole. Like... I like I like the skull. I like the skills. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like the skulls. I want a skull. I'll give you Kermit. I want a skull. Oh. I can draw Kermit. That was my Family Guy reference. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because right. it's just me. So, <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
I get that. I, I appreciate <laughs> you guys laughing at my regurgitated <laughs> jokes. Um, so I guess my next one would be let's 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 uh but to like kind of tie this thing off towards the end here. Um, we'll do. What about bosses for you guys? Um, mm. I've said my opinions of bosses a hundred times on the ch- on the channel on the stuff like that. I'd like to know what you two think makes a a good boss or a good adversary, whether it's like a recurring boss for the game or just like, you know what, this one-off boss, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that it's easy. I don't care that it's stupid. I love it. Ooh. What would you guys like the most? Ooh, and Nicole, you go first. I gotta think about this one. Uh, I was hoping you would go first. Because <laughs> like several... This one. Well, several come to my mind, like throughout Final Fantasy and throughout uh, Kingdom Hearts. I can think of several bosses uh, that I just, I really enjoyed fighting. So, uh, oh God, can I give you like were, like a top five? You can do that. I didn't know, were they like, if you, if you were to like start boiling down, are they like monsters or are they people or are they like your size or bigger? Uh, been both. Um, okay. So for like like Final Fantasy X, when you had to, <laughs> when you had to fight Seymour, I loved beating that guy up because I didn't like him. So every time he came back, I'm like, oh yeah, let's go, man! <laughs> I'm like, finally, I get to beat your ass again. Yes. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I enjoyed beating him up because I didn't like him. Uh, and then for like Kingdom Hearts, I. I liked the the puzzle aspect of the Grim Reaper one. I never, defe- I don't think I ever defeated him. There was. Are you talking about the Clock Tower one? Yes, I. Peter Pan, the first one. I never beat him. Kevin did, and I finally got to see what happened afterwards because of that. Uh, but I liked the puzzle aspect of it. I liked that using magic because that's my go-to thing. And any game, if I get to use magic, that's all I'm pretty much going to use because I love it. Um, I was like, I beat Sephiroth. I never beat the. I never beat him. I could beat Sephiroth. Oh man, that. But I could not beat him. Yeah. Oh god. So you do Stopra on the clock. Well, yeah, exactly. Like I liked the puzzle aspect of it. I liked how you kind of mm-hmm. had to figure it out. I thought that was really cool and very unique for the game at the time. And I was like, oh my god, this is so great. So like when I fought him, I was like, this is really excellent. And uh, so like that would be my second one. Uh, and then. In um, oh, let's see. And then in um, there's a there's a new game they're playing called Child of Light. Uh, it's for the Nintendo Switch. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a turn-based one, and it's uh, it's very very pretty. Uh, the the art is mainly watercolors, and it's just it looks like mm-hmm. you're in a literal storybook. It's 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 fantastic. It's a bit slow, um, but the art is beautiful, and the story is kind of kind of melancholy, but it's it's very good. Anyway, uh, one of the things you had to fight, you had to use a um, a glowing firefly to kind of help you fight. So I like the strategy aspect of it. And the, the bosses, like, just aesthetically are just very, very pretty or very creepy, but they're just very authentic. And I really, really enjoy that. Um, Child of Light is developed by Ubisoft Montreal. So, like, if, uh, if you remember Rayman, they were the developers of the original Rayman franchise. Okay. Because that's on that's on Xbox and PlayStation as well, and it, you're right, it's a stunning, stunning game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a bit, a bit of mix. Um, I like fighting. I like fighting big bosses, uh, the ones that are bigger than me, because I find them to be a bit easier. Agreed. Uh, the ones that are my size are usually quicker and more annoying. Uh, like fighting Riku <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts. Like, oh my god. He would just do that, like, that, like, <laughs> zoomy thing. He would get the zoomies so bad. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, Riku, stop. Let me just hit you. Just bonk. <laughs> stop moving. What always bothered me about Riku was the, when you knock him over, if you weren't far enough away, he would do that jump up. Yes! And he would clear half the arena and kick you. Yes! That part was annoying. Like, it took us forever to defeat him. Kevlake and I have his whole dialogue memorized of, like, I am Ansem, the Seeker of Darkness. We're like, yes. Yes, yes, we, we know. know this already. <laughs> it's like, we know. <laughs> Imagine having to cut that for footage time because you've now watched it four times in an hour playthrough. Oh my god. Brutal. <laughs> quick quick insight for commentator's curse. <laughs> my turn? It, yes. Okay. Um, I like... I think I like the larger bosses as well. Um, 
for the very same reason, they're they're a little bit easier. I like when with the bigger bosses, you have to time your attacks because they have like this one vulnerable spot, whether it's like on their forehead or their tail or something, or it's like it's on their back and you can only get it from this one angle and it's only available some of the times. Like I like those challenges um, that it feels like unique to the, the bigger boss. Um, when it comes to more like human-sized bosses, I like any even the bigger bosses when they have like when they jump up and do like a body slam or something and it sends like a shockwave out and the best thing you can do is just like get out of the way, jump, <laughs> jump so it doesn't hit you. Um, and then there there are certain attacks where like they're shooting like lasers or some sort of lightning and you have to just like dodge around that because it, it just lasts for a couple seconds. Again, mm-hmm. don't, I like one of the, the best strategies to not be in the way. Because <laughs> um, a lot of the it's games like, that Mr. Play le- lends towards is like, you have to get in close, you have to keep going. And I'm like, nope, nope, run away, run away, avoid, avoid. Uh, oh, but never stop going Yeah, in. I know, that's that's your thing. <laughs> My strategy is like, nope, that's big and scary, and best strategy is avoidance. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, like I'm primarily coming to calling to mind the um, is Star Wars and fighting the different sisters, and I liked their their speed, their technique. I liked that they could. I liked some of their uh, lightsaber attacks. Um, I wish we could learn those, or unless like purely like a, a dark side thing, which is kind of annoying. I'm like, I want a lightsaber boomerang. Like, get me some of that, please. Cal, why don't you know those things? That should have been an option. Bec- I, it was. I did not speak Oh, that. okay. That would have been cool. I was like, because we don't really have, like, any distance attacks. I said for, like, pu- like force pull people in or, like, push them back off cliffs, which is totally fine. That's a legitimate strategy. <laughs> I love watching Mr. Play. Like, he's just, they're like, stop right there. I am the biggest, best thing. And he would just, like, force push them like, off the bridge or the cliff. Yeah. He's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Go off on a Star Wars tangent, but yeah, like I like why face my. Go ahead. I was like, why face my adversary when I can just uh... throw them off a cliff, Wilhelm oh, style. Bye. And you would get so much like force experience for doing that. I'm like, that is a legitimate strategy. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like the moral high road where you face your opponent like Bushido, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> there is no opponent. Because <laughs> I first pushed them off a cliff. There is no spoon. Exactly. Thank you. So both Thank of- you. <laughs> the cake is a lie. There's no spoon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. So for both of you guys, I guess I, uh, the overwhelming consensus is uh, giant mo- bosses, giant monsters, um, mainly because I I, and I, I would agree. Um, and I, I know I voiced this as like the the my favorite my favorite ones to fight are the ones that are my size because. Like, when you saw us fight the second sister the first time, and then when we fought the ninth sister, um, and it was, like, I'm fighting them. The ninth sister, to me, was a little bit easier. She wasn't as quick, and, it, like, I was like, you're, you're still just bigger enough to me that you're going to telegraph moves. But when they get to your size, and it's like, okay, this is this is the equivalent of a U, mm. um, except it's a computer, so it doesn't make the wrong button presses. <laughs> Plug. Um, doesn't fail as many times. Uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. So, um, I, but I totally get what you say because taking down a giant monster, especially when you get those cinematic uh, quick time events, it's like I'm running up the side of it. I'm just going to run, 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 run. Face. <laughs> get on its back. And that feels good. Yes. <laughs> get on the Hydra's um, back. Sorry. So anybody who watches, no. anybody who's played Kingdom Hearts 2 would know that reference in an instant. Uh, it's when Phil, so you're fighting the Hydra and Hercules, and Phil, the NPC of Phil constantly says get on the hydra's back it's like, like, <laughs> like wait we know we're going i'm trying <laughs> but, like, my best he yells it he, i think he has like a five second breath well he won't say anything he'll be like <gasps> get on the hydra's back we're like oh my god Do so like throughout the entire advice? battle that's all he says <laughs> any other value added? actually so that, that that that's actually fantastic. No value added and stuff like that. Um, we're almost at the hour mark. Um, so thank you for that awesome segue, Liz. Uh, the um, the uh, what are some things that like maybe you don't like? Whether it's like a gimmick in a game, or you know you're just like 
fucking I I, I have to hey listen one more goddamn time. I'm gonna hey listen. I'm gonna yeet this thing out of window. What are what are your like like okay this like just yeet the fuck out of this because I hate this. Gimmick. I understand. I uh, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Nicole. Uh, I I hate quick time events. Ooh, really? I, interesting. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain. I'm I'm quite curious. Um, so like for for Horizon Zero Dawn, it was like obstacle <laughs> courses, and it's like you have thirty seconds to get all the way over here and back again. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Or it's like you have to like destroy this many of this type and then this many of this type and collect these ten things in two minutes and come back to me. And I'm like, no, I just, I, I don't, I don't like the, I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I feel like, again, like I am already not the most skilled. So like my, my baseline is not great. Okay. So, that's, that's so not you, exactly what a quick time event, that, that's a timed event, but yeah, quick time events. Like a time I don't like those. Okay, and I also so, hate car chases. <laughs> that's not Aloy specific, obviously, but whenever we do, um, Crap, help me because I just blanked on it. Uh oh, um, when we were doing Uncharted. Thank you. I was like, Where's the last <laughs> I was like, um, I'm like, that's a video, <laughs> like that's a movie. Um, <laughs> I was like, blah. Yeah, it was Uncharted, like with all the the car chase scenes, and, like the constant shooting. Like when it was on a train, that was better. But in general, like you have to get through this crazy maze of like a shanty town city because we are not in America. And I mean, that was not a fair statement. And I take that back, but uh, yeah, just the the car chases and like you, you have to get up to them. You're, they're too far away, and then you lose, and you have to restart that shit. Like that's annoying. Um, okay, but no, go ahead. So time time trials and car chases are like chasing event where it's just like you have to chase them and catch them. Okay, yeah, I'm uh, not good. <laughs> nope, fair. They are definite gateways. So I. I can see where it's like, hey, if your skill's not to a certain point, here's a hard stop. I'm so terrible I... at them, and I get frustrated. And, like, with Okami, um, there are certain monsters, like, you you have to, like, time it just right and, like, make this make this perfect horizontal slice. And, again, I am not skilled. And you have to do it, like, eight times in a row, and I would get to number six. And, it, it, like, the, the time that you have um, gets shorter and shorter as you go through the, the slashes. Um that's actually the quick time. Okay, event. that's quick time. Okay. Yeah. I'm also terrible at yeah. those. I don't like timed things. I like to do things in my own time. Well, exactly, because you know, you play video games in order to relax or to unwind or whatever. So like when you're timed, it's just like, no, yeah. this is going against my instinct. You know, this, yeah, like, this is not no what longer, I signed up for. Yeah, like this is no longer relaxing, and then I get really like pissy and hand the control <laughs> over to Mr. Play and I'm like, you do it, because he's trying to give me feedback, but I'm just not here for it. Like I'm not in a good receive mode. <laughs> <laughs> you just do it. And give me the controller back because this is my game and I'm playing it. <laughs> I agree with you 100 on that one. I have not played. Uh, well, what did you say it was? Onward, or what, what was the game you were referring to? Okami's the one where it's the the cute where it has like time events, okay. and there are points where you have to. Um, like I, I don't mind quick time events where it's like, hey, just hit a button real quick. That's what I. That's but, what I okay. thought you you meant at first when you said quick time. I was like, oh, okay, so you're so I can see that. Like if you're in the middle of a fight, it's like all of a sudden it's like hit square and then yeah, square, 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 square. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's what you meant, and I was like, interesting. I wonder why she doesn't like it. And I was like, Okami has some tricky ones where where it is like if you go back and watch some of the boss battles, you have to the the main the the guy the hero that's not um, Amaterasu will have to do a slice and it won't do anything mm-hmm. so you have to draw the fit, the horizontal line and if it's not if it's not straight enough if it's not in the right spot the game will make you restart the thing all over again and he'll get more bruised as he does it um and I I get those where and it, it's like okay I have to watch this cutscene and that is <laughs> that is frustrating and then you know time trials where it's like okay use your skills do this in this amount of time and then you'll get this you can get this great reward but it is such a gatekeeping obstacle where it's like it's not just a let figure out this puzzle yeah this is a no you you have to be optimized to such a degree so i yeah, can it's a, it's a technique that. like hashtag get good and i'm just I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I agree like i'm trying my best <laughs> i agree with you there mm-hmm. um Okay, so to answer your question with a question, Chris, uh, mine mm-hmm. is how do you guys feel about treasure chest? 
Do you like them when they are obvious? Do you like them when once you open them, they disappear? Like, those are my two questions for you guys. Do you need your treasure chest to be obvious? Or do you think that pulls you out of the game? It, ooh, that's, that's hard. Um, <laughs> for for me, like, I if, if we're going for completionists, um, for instance, I was playing Darksiders uh, Genesis. Um, I was streaming that because it's a top-down shooter. And to find all of the gear for um, one of the characters, you have to... You have to open up like a ton of treasure chest to find it. Um, now the game will tell you if you've gotten like if you look on the preload, it will tell you, oh hey, you've gotten all of these secret items. But say there are two on this map and they're both in these treasure chests, the treasure chest won't necessarily be open or go away. So you like if I don't remember which one I got to, I now have to reopen it and it's like okay, it's not there. Here's a bunch of like free health or some extra experience. <laughs> um, so. I would prefer if one, the chest stays open, or two, the chest just goes away. So I can quickly, ah, nope, I was already here, and just on to the next one. Yes. The chest doesn't go away? That's some annoying shit. Thank you. That's what the pottery is for. Yes. I I hate how some games, like, after you open it, it just stays open. It stays there forever. Whether it's blatantly obvious or not, I just find that very cluttered. I don't like that. I'm like, okay, you have fulfilled your purposes. I want it to be... Like just, I want it. I want the trash to take itself out. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> it's like having wrappers I... all over the floor. It's like you got your candy and it was delicious and you ate it, but now the wrapper is just in your face all the time in this world and it will not go away. <laughs> playing playing games like Bloodborne and Dark Souls, where there's a lot of emphasis on exploration, um, there are some areas that you go to where it's like, did I double back through this room because I was just in this really frantic fight? Mm-hmm. Um, and I like when it's like, okay, maybe I got a little turned around because I'm in a castle. How different are all the rooms of the castle really going to look? <laughs> and it's like, I go back and I'm like, there's a treasure, but that treasure chest is open. Okay. So I, I, I do like it from a marking standpoint um, <laughs> to be like, oh, no, I, I, I've been in here. I got turned around. I think that's really good personally. I, I'm not saying that like it's not useful. I'm just saying it's very cluttered. <laughs> and that's the aspect I don't like. I can use other markers to... Help me out there, but I'm, again, very observant. I pay a lot of attention to, um, to like, my surroundings when I play in the game. So, like, uh, I mean, yeah, on some of the um, platform games, those can be very, like, cut and paste. Uh, so, I mean, it can get tricky, but, I, like, I'm saying I can't always rely on that skill, but, um, but yeah, tre- treasure chests, like, that's one of my pet peeves, is if they are open and they don't go away. <laughs> Nope, I can I can see that. Um, I, I at least want them to be open. Um, like I understand like wanting them to go away. Like because Kingdom Hearts is that you tap on them and then it goes away. Um, I if they don't have a lot of frequency, I don't mind it if they're open to say I've already gotten it. But it's when they're closed and you have to reopen it to be like, nope, you already got this. That's <gasps> I've never come across that, but that sounds terrible. <laughs> that is that was that Darksiders. I don't remember it for the other ones, but yeah, that's oh. that's one of the only games I can think about it. Um, but the game like encourages a lot of replay to go back and get better stuff with different gear you get later. So that that's a, that's a whole other story for another time. Um, <laughs> we're hitting that hour mark, uh, and I thank you, ladies, so much for uh, joining me here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and sign us off. Um, before I do that, Liz, yes. where can we find stuff that you do? Oh my goodness! Uh, so I have I am currently working on a webtoon. Um, so it has not yet launched, but if you are curious about updates, I am on Instagram, I am also on Twitter, and I am on Facebook. Uh, you can find me under the username QueenE22, uh, or you can find me under uh, Facebook EC Lion Drawings and Illustrations. Uh, you can find me there, and I've been upgrading it periodically uh, with status of like character designs, backgrounds, and um, always open for commissions if you guys need help bringing anything that you have in your minds. To life, uh, I can always uh, set some time aside and get those get those done for you guys. And your Twitter handle and Instagram handle? Uh, Twitter handle is warlion22, uh, is my Twitter one. And Instagram is, oh goodness, give me a second. I'm trying to remember that one. <laughs> You're on Instagram Sorry. and you don't follow Ray and Pickles? Oh my god, they have an Instagram? They have an Instagram. Mrs. Play, where can we find you? I am Ryan Pickles on Instagram. I have a profile on Facebook, but literally haven't logged in for like three years, so don't look for me there. No, I, no, if you I need me, I am on like, Instagram. 
that's personal. Like, for instance, you can find, of course, us here at Built to Fail. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Built to Fail. Um, you can find Mrs. Play and what a lot of her musings are if you follow her on Twitter. Uh, or, I'm sorry, follow her Sounds on like Instagram where she, does, where she does a fantastic thing with our cats. And, <laughs> um, of course, now we have a Discord channel that I'm working on updating. So you can also chat with us there. And if we have questions, uh, someone can now respond. Yay. Yay. Thank All you right, so Liz, much you're... for organizing this. No, thank you guys very much. Uh, before we do, Liz, your Instagram. Uh, Instagram is just my name. Uh, Elizabeth Lyon, uh, I think is how it works. Uh, you can you can find me. It's a picture of my, my face with snowflakes on it and such. <laughs> is it is it still for all of your art? Yes. Okay. I, wa- I wanted to make sure, like... I do I not have a separate one. personal stuff. Okay. I didn't want to do... I didn't want to do, like... I was trying to do only, like business stuff for you um that's why like mrs play wasn't worried about uh facebook i'm a, I'm a hufflepuff we are all friends found here. you <laughs> all right winners thank you guys so much for joining us as always if you enjoyed this don't forget to like comment subscribe this will be on uh hopefully Podbeam, spotify itunes if i can and then of course you'll be able to see it on the youtube channel i'm hoping for the second sunday of every month so this or the second Saturday of every month, so it'll be Saturday the 9th. We should be hearing it. And then thank Ooh. you guys all so much for joining me again. I do greatly appreciate both of you being here for this first time. Thanks for Yay, organizing. Happy to be you here. did a wonderful job.